Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Don't Current My Style, a podcast hosted by FIT Style Shop, where we sit down with fellow teammates and discuss everything from fashion to life in New York City, business, and all things FIT related. I'm Emma. And I'm Carrie. And we are your hosts. Today, we have the digital team. If the digital team would like to introduce themselves um, with your name, your year, and your position, which you hold in the club. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm the manager of the digital team. I'm in my last semester of senior year. Hi, my name is Alexa. Um, I'm a seventh semester, fourth year senior, and I'm the assistant manager. Hi, my name is Julia. I'm a third semester FBM major, and I'm the team member of the digital team. Great. We are really looking forward to talking with you guys today and having you on the podcast. So we're going to start off with some industry-related news. Today's article can be found on Women's Wear Daily, and it's titled, Amazon Taps into the Luxury Market. So basically, we just want to get your thoughts on this article and see if you think that Amazon can really um, do well selling luxury products. I think that... Amazon needs to stop. When I read this, I was just like, one, this is such a random time for them to decide to do this. Like, I feel like people's spending is down, but it did mention that there was a wait list. I think it's specifically for Prime members, and there was a wait list of Prime members who specifically wanted access to designer clothes. But I just feel like it's the weirdest place to buy a designer item. Yeah, like how do they, how will they regulate it? Like what if somebody is trying to sell something that's fake on there? You know, because I feel like certain things from Amazon are like super sketchy. And so now I'm going to buy like a what, like bag that could be fake. I don't know. Also, one time I actually bought a pair of Ray-Bans on Amazon. And to this day, like I honestly still, still don't know if they're real or not. Um, I literally, it was a hundred and like $20, but I don't know. Like I still, I feel like they're not the same quality. So I really don't know how they're going to kind of gate the brands of designer products when I know for a fact they have, you know, like knockoffs on their website. Yeah, I definitely think, especially because like last semester I had to do like one of my midterms was on Amazon and like when COVID first started becoming a thing and people were uh, buying uh, hand sanitizers and like a bunch of different like things in bulk to resell on Amazon and obviously that became like a huge problem Um, so I definitely think that they have to find a way to gauge people to not resell uh, like off-brand products and like knockoff products but I don't even think like I just think it's kind of a crazy idea for them to be doing this I mean I agree with Sam that it is a really odd time to be doing this um and I just I don't know I don't really think it aligns that well I think it's just a little random like I could see what they're trying to get at but I don't know I don't want them to succeed at fashion yeah (laughs) then they've taken over everything Exactly. And it's like, they're already doing so much like detrimental things. Like they're already contributing to so many like negative practices that are like being detrimental towards our planet. So this is just kind of another added on little cherry on top, I suppose, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is like, I, from all of our perspectives and like the consumer perspective, but what do you think that 
different companies and brands that want to sell on Amazon Think. Like in the article, they mentioned um, Anna Sui and Tabitha Simmons and Derek Lamb. And like, do you think that these, you know, these companies that are taking part in the program, like, do you think they're really going to see rewards from it and other brands will want to follow suit? I think that like, honestly, I took um, Professor Cantrell's Amazon class and it seems like most brands are looking to work with Amazon. It's just a matter of how much will Amazon kind of work with them. I think it's very hard to sell on Amazon and kind of like have control over your brand. So I think a lot of these companies, like once it kind of launches and things start to kind of like come into fruition, it's going to depend on what Amazon can kind of give them in terms of like gating their brand versus what they really want. Because I definitely like Nike pulled out from Amazon because they felt like they didn't have enough control. So I think it'll be interesting to see like in a few months or even in a year from now, like who's still there. Because I do think Amazon really takes a lot of control over who they're selling if it's they buy wholesale i feel like it really depletes the image of the luxury brand just being able to quickly order it on amazon i don't know it takes away from the whole luxury experience but i guess if you have the money maybe you don't even want the experience you just want the item yeah no i that's a good point i totally agree with you like if i'm gonna buy something nice i want to go to the store and have the bag and the whole you know the feeling of like buying something expensive i'm also so lazy though and maybe like if i were making a decision like that i'd want to just buy it on amazon because then i'd be like oh this is casual like i can't imagine maybe i'm not being crazy i can't imagine though casually cashing out like a thousand dollars for a luxury item on amazon i don't know i feel like if i'm gonna do it at this like mentally if i'm like oh it's on amazon it's fine this is where i buy like my cleaning supplies Maybe it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, I agree because I was actually, when I was reading the article, it just reminded me of like the fact that it is a lot of overexposure. Like it's kind of losing that exclusivity factor. You know, it just reminds me of like when Michael Kors and like, oh, like opened up into like department stores. And, you know, because it used to be seen more as like this high luxury brand, but obviously it's become more accessible. So it's kind of like dampened down the brand bit so just with the accessibility kind of you know broadening within, you know Anna Sui and all the different brands that are trying to get in onto this Amazon train it's definitely going I think to lessen I guess lessen I don't know if that's the right word but yeah yeah like it, it cheapens mm-hmm. the the image like Emma said you're buying your cleaning supplies and your I don't know random things you get on Amazon and then all of a sudden now like you're putting luxury in there, like you said, it. it yeah, like awkward Normenta, here I come. Like uh, I like uh, Amazon.com. Like <laughs> in the same cart, you've got your dog food and your Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> I want to be that rich. <laughs> it's also funny because I think Anna Sweet definitely, but I also think Derek Lamb has had lines at Target also, like with a collaboration with Target. So I feel like maybe they're brands that are a little more comfortable with you know kind of watering down themselves a bit more because they're used to big box everything store places yeah yeah do you think that um 
like more people in general will want to shop luxury online, whether it's on Amazon or whether it's on the company's website? Um, like, where do you think the future of this industry is just headed? For me, I think I would like to go in store more because it's all about like the experience when you buy luxury. Even if you get a, like the paper bag with the with the um the brand name Dior on it, it's like a little souvenir you get. With the purchase of your luxury item, so if they do online more because of the pandemic right now, I think they should like include little gifts if your order to make your experience feel more special. Yeah, I wonder what the packaging would look like if it would be like a special Amazon box. Yeah, like I wonder if they're gonna be able to enhance that shopping, you know, really make it still feel luxury while also like having that quick access of just amazon.com let me get my Anna suite you know definitely it's a lot of stuff we'll have to see in the next you know couple months or whenever they plan on launching this let's move on to the job and internship of the week this week's internship is a jewelry production assistant at Taylor and Hart, which can be found on FIT's Simplicity database. This role entails everything from physical upkeep of jewelry information to keeping stock of the packaging and inspecting goods, reviewing job orders and organizing them, um, and also supporting production and operations on a day-to-day -day basis. So you can find this internship again on FIT Simplicity site if this is something that interests you. Um, there was no recommendation for any year, so anybody is open to apply if you feel that you're right for this role. The digital team is also hiring a team member. So we just want to know what you guys are looking for. I think the main thing is someone who's a self-starter because we're at the beginning of the project. Um, so it can really go, the website design, just everything that goes into it can go anywhere from here. We're kind of making our own path. Um, so just someone who comes to the table with their own ideas. And if someone has experience with Shopify or making websites, that's always good, but definitely not essential. Um, I know I have never made a website, but I'm gonna learn. So just someone who's ready to learn and yeah, creative. <laughs> Great, well, we're excited to see um, who comes aboard and obviously we want everybody to get involved and learn as much as they can with their time at FIT. I also want to say that I started on digital and it was such a great way to kind of dip my toes into the style shop and merchandising society. And I think that you can totally make the most out of the experience and building something from the ground up is super special and it's such a good talking point on resumes and on interviews and even like when applying to other style shop positions it was so great for me to be able to talk about digital which kind of led me to the product development role so i totally recommend applying yeah i even think it's worth to mention the fact of you know e-commerce has been on a rise but specifically now with coronavirus and everything it's definitely you know becoming it's increasing you know the use of it is increasing so it's important to be able to understand the inner workings of it and what the customer wants how they want it through uh online since that's mainly what we're depending on at this point yeah absolutely what what else um does your team do that you think is really important um that you want to share with everybody well i think it 
goes unnoticed that we're actually dealing with like the legal team and student life um, along with Style Shop. So of course we want a website this year and we've wanted it last year and we've been working at it, but it just takes a while figuring it out with uh, being able to sell outside of FIT. There's a lot of legal aspects and taxes. Um, yeah, a lot of behind the scenes that not everybody see- gets to see. Yeah, so it, 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 I feel like building the Shopify website, all hands on deck, we could do it pretty easily, but it's just getting to that point takes a while. So that's where we're at. Are there any other challenges that you guys have run into thus far? Going remote. <laughs> We were getting so close last semester, uh, the legal team finally set, gave us the go ahead that we could have an external website that would sell outside of FIT. And then we went remote and I realized that we can't really like store all of the designers projects and our products in our own home. Um, and we definitely can't really each uh, handle the shipping. So we're working on finding another way that the website could work that designers kind of handle their own shipping so remote kind of like turned everything around and we need to figure out a new website design that's really cool though that you're kind of serving as like a platform for the designers to sell their product that way that they can you know handle the shipping and the inventory but you guys are providing that that service um to like a larger audience yeah i don't want to get hopes up I really hope at least by the end of the semester we're able to get like the skeleton of a website, but I really hope that we can make a website that's kind of like Etsy, where we can just have any student from FIT interested in selling their work can easily use the platform and sell to students, teachers, anyone within FIT, as well as like people outside of New York would be amazing. I mean, we're such a creative school. I don't know why we're not selling our products all around the world. Yeah, there's so many people I remember that would even just come into the store and they would ask like, oh, I'm visiting, I'm not from around here. Can I still shop? you know, when I go home and unfortunately like we weren't able to do that. So if that's a possibility for the future, that would be so amazing. Yeah, I hope down the road that it really gains traction and it just becomes like a part of FIT where all the students know about it. Incoming students know that by coming to FIT, they'll have the option to use this platform and sell their products. I think it'd be amazing. I was gonna say, I completely agree. And like when I was on digital, we literally, we had a website, but it was barely a website. We only sold like three or three or four size runs of things we had picked out that were like not even that cute. And I feel like your ideas are so innovative. And I completely agree with you that like, I hope and I do genuinely think like once things kind of hit the ground running, we will be like worldwide, maybe not worldwide, but nationwide. And I think that if we are able to get these designers the recognition that they deserve, I think it'll it's going to help them a lot. Emma's like style shop is going to take over the universe. Oh, we'll I, that's my goal. <laughs> I mean, Style Shop takes over my life, so I'm ready for it to take over the world so they they too can understand. Yeah, Emma's going to be CEO of Style Shop, never allowed to leave. I know, like, how do you be co-manager twice in a row and then not do it for the rest of your life? I don't know. Bitches start paying you. You can just work there full time. My mom literally was like, are you getting paid for doing it a second time? I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not. Just volunteering. <laughs> 
Brad, just losing my mind. So shocked. It's crazy. Although honestly, it's such a good talking point. It's on like interviews that it's like it pays for itself. So I don't really care. Oh me, I've just run a store for two years. Like it's fine. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, we made eighty thousand dollars, and they're like, wait, what? Like I thought this was like a little stupid boutique. I'm like, no, no, like this is like the real deal. Yeah. So like, I mean, the style shop has been growing so much, and. I know, Sam, you mentioned, like, you kind of want to create kind of an Etsy-like, you know, platform for Style Shop Online. So, like, what are some other companies that you guys kind of look up to in terms of digital merchandising and e-commerce design? I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah, no. (laughs) I actually originally, so there was a website called Of A Kind. Um, I applied to their internship two years in a row and got denied both times, but they missed out. They had like such a uh, good idea. They were just kind of selling like smaller designers on this one web page. It was so cute. They tell like the stories of all the designers. So that's uh, when I thought that'd be a good idea for the style shop. Yeah, I don't know if my my team members have any websites they have where they just love like the layout of it or the merchandising of the website. I really love the branding and just like the overall outlook of gold. Um, it's just like a wellness brand that was founded in 2017. It's black black owned, which is amazing. And they're basically Brooklyn born brand and they're centered around like superfoods and like uh, immunity essentials and everything like that. I really love their uh, turmeric lattes. It's really good. Get some almond milk, cinnamon, heat it up in the pot. So good. Um, but yeah, I just love their branding and like, it's very distinct, like with their bright yellow and they have this very specific, um, font. Like you could tell, like once you look at it, it's like, oh, like once you see it once, you're going to know every time you see it. So I really like, like their branding and what they're doing, especially like e-commerce wise, because they are an e-commerce based brand. I'm trying to find the website and... I went to some website that just looks like it was made in like the 90s before websites were a thing and then you were talking about like yellow accents and I was no, like it's G-O-N-D-E right like there's an E at the end for anybody that wants to look look up this brand okay how do you spell it G-O-L-D-E yeah yeah no it's really cool oh I found it mm-hmm. and they sell like a little bit of like like they sell toads and stuff like that too you know like it's a really really cool Oh yeah, that's really cute. I love their color scheme. Mm-hmm. And it's all about just wellness and beauty, and beauty. And you know, it's pretty affordable, honestly. And it's like really good quality product. You know what I mean? And it's like doing well for your insides and your outsides. Ever since I started on digital, I've been taking like little notes about what I like and don't like on websites. And I've never even thought about these features. Like I need to have that quick shop feature. I hate when you have to click the picture and it loads a whole new page and then you have to like go back. Um, I'm like reading through my list. Oh, I love when it says like just a few left or this item's new. The feature when you can just like keep scrolling, you don't have to go to like page one, page two. So like I've never, before I was on the digital team, I never really thought about all of these little features of websites that really 
enhance the experience on the website. I think we definitely all have certain websites that we gravitate towards or will spend more time on because they're so user friendly, but it's not really something that we think about like, oh, what's behind the scenes? Like how, how come this website is so much better than this one? And I think it's all those things that you said, like the little pop-ups that you get and I, the quick shop, like you said, I mean, for me, that's huge. I hate like waiting for a page to load or then I go back and I lose my place from where I was shopping before. Oh man, when they don't save your place where you were shopping. I know. So old school, come on companies. It's almost 2021. <laughs> that is the worst thing ever. And like when I shop, I just add 50 things to my card and like I'm on page 80 out of 300. So like, I cannot afford to lose my place. Like I just can't do it. Or like I'll do open and new tab sometimes, but it's not as satisfying as the quick shop. Right, it's satisfying when you can close all those tabs when you're done. Uh, that's true. But that's about it. That is satisfying. Yeah, all these points are so important because I'm interning at like a digital company right now in Malaysia. And we just recently launched a web page, a website. And before days before we launched it, they make us go onto the website as like customers and see what we like or don't like about the website and see if like the pop-ups are annoying, things like that, what features we can add to it that would be convenient to us. So it's really important when starting a website to notice all the little details that are like pros and pros or cons. Yeah, that's so smart to get. Like, I kind of like that they use whoever's working there as a little focus group because everyone's going to have a different idea on what makes their experience the best. Yeah. Are there any other companies that you guys have been looking at that you think are really cool? Um, there's this brand called Naya Thomas, and it's also black owned and basically they're a slow fashion and handmade accessories brand and they're created all ethically in New York City um, and they do like free shipping worldwide which is amazing and they just do like the cutest uh, little knit sets they do natural dyes uh, as well as like a bunch of different accessories uh, it's a really cool brand they are very consistent on like being ethically driven and like the different just like color palettes that they use like within their Instagram it like carries out onto their uh, website and it's just like a really nice small brand you know and they're like proud to be black owned you know what I mean it's something that is important to shed light on yeah it's like part of their message and like their image as a as a brand I really like I don't like the pandemic but I like that the pandemic brought all these small businesses to the forefront like I never really shot about thought about shopping small but seeing all the businesses closed down you really realize like the impact you have by shopping on them but um the company that i am like obsessing over right now is you probably saw ads for them on your instagram it's parade underwear and i haven't bought anything from them yet but their their um model casting just makes me so happy i feel like companies are kind of inching into models of all color and models of all sizes, but Parade just like took it to the next level and they literally just have every type of person. And I didn't even realize like how much the look of a model affects me, but I, I love seeing all the different body types in their underwear. They're reaching out to people who aren't like these huge influencers either, you know, it's like relatable people as well, because we can look at influencers and these people with, you know, high following as to be relatable, but like in a sense, it's nice to see someone, you know, just with like, 
5,000 followers, 1,000 something followers, you know, get in their coins, post in their parade, in their parade underwear, you know, it's nice to be able to see that other people are like getting those opportunities at like from the smaller scales. Yeah, I don't want to bow down to influencers anymore. I'm over them. Yeah. Julia, do you have any companies that you really are interested in right now? Yeah, there's this brand called Fino. It's Brooklyn-based, and I really like their website. It's like, when you click into it, the feeling is like you're at the beach. It's inspired by Granada, and the layout is so pretty. And the products are usually like bright colors and really bold prints. And what I found like most meaningful uh, of their brand is that the message that they carry it's to tell that young women of any color can start their own business because the the founder Faye herself she started she entered the industry at 19 and then she started the whole business by herself with like her mom and grandma supporting her and it's just like a really um inspiring story and she has a female foundation that she she made and it's to like fund and help young women start their own business and yeah what's the name of it it's really cool f-e-n-o-e-l fenil i'm not sure how to pronounce it yeah that sounds super amazing like her um just her background and like the the goals that she has for her company um, and her charity like to help the young women of the future I think that like all the brands that we touched on today um, have really great missions and really great goals um, and that's definitely where I would want to put my money as opposed to Amazon you know coming full circle like why not support these great independent brands as opposed to you know huge corporate giants so just something to think about yeah it's not just about buying clothes anymore it's about giving something back to the community while you buy something i completely agree with you both i also think like it's very inspirational to see brands like this as students in college like i think we all have passions um for certain things and i also think like seeing what people are able to create is extremely inspiring to us and kind of shows like we can make a difference and still be in our industry and do cool things like that so I just feel very inspired personally. Yeah, the the girl who started Parade was 22 and it's like already really kicked off. We're behind. Like I I hope I can be I know I need to be successful like that. Are you kidding me? Like what am I really doing? Style shop Emma, what's your doing? Oh yes. Lovely. I'm sitting in my bed taking classes every day. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we're we're all, you know, we'll all get there someday. We all have ambitions, and I think we're all in a really great position and have have goals, you know. Even though we're in bed in class, we know that we're destined for bigger things. Was that too too (laughs) deep? Destined for greatness. (laughs) Was that too deep? No, I think that's that just deep too enough. Profound. I think we are destined for greatness. I always think like when people, like no offense to everyone else, but like I think when people join merchandising society and style shop, like you're already taking the extra step to kind of like 
add to your resume and learn more. So I think we are all destined for greatness because we did take that extra step. Yeah, absolutely. Well, happy to close on a high note. Um, So thank you guys again for speaking with us this week. And thank you to everyone for listening in. And we will see you next week with our visuals team. Thank you.